Hey listener, this podcast is called Trigger Warning Romance for a reason. It is intended for an 18 plus audience due to the adult context and triggers that may be discussed in each episode. Please check the show notes for a full list of triggers and proceed with caution. You have been properly warned. It's time to count off the triggers. Hello and welcome to Trigger Warning Romance, everybody. I'm Nat and Tori's out. As we know, she's having um, a little bit of surgery happening. So I have an extra special guest back for her second time on the podcast. Lo, aka Well-Read Nurse, welcome. Hi, I'm so happy to be here again. (laughs) I love this. I'm so excited to talk to you about, especially about something that is near and dear to our hearts, Omegaverse. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. This, this this is just like the top tier genre of life. Like if you don't have Omegaverse in your life, I am sorry. Yes. And Lo has brought us one of our like it's honestly one of my favorites as well, but her favorites, um, Andorra Sector yes. by Lexi C. Foss. Love Lexi. Love this human. Lexi is next level, everybody. Like, I just, I just, I, I, I read this book and I'm just like, I, I, I am unwell and it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yep. Um, I enjoyed this. I, it was one of, actually, I have a friend, Kara, um, I met on, she was a winner of a giveaway on my page last year and I had sent her a message. I was like, um, it was, ooh, it was a T.L. Smith ebook giveaway it was for one of her releases and I and I gave away I want to say five copies the day it was released and Cara was one of the winners and we just started talking and she became a like we buddy read we buddy read last year I want to say 25 to 30 books together and this and Lexi C. Foss has Carnage Island and that was that was the first Lexi C. Foss Lexi C. Foss book I read and we read as a buddy read and so she went off to read something else and I read this and I was like, oh, I, I am I am in love with this. I loved Carnage Island. It was so good. And it led me to this, which was just, the cover is just perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This series is one of my favorites Omega. Like, I mean, I'm going to say a lot is my favorite Omega verse because it really is. I love so All of it. <laughs> Um, This book, however, is not my favorite in the series. Not that it's bad by any means. Okay. However, my favorite is the second one. I don't have that one. You haven't read that one? No. I'm the type of person, like, I love when authors write a series, but once they finish with a, a, a couple, I have to leave the series and come back to it. I can't read the same world with a different couple because I'm forever looking like, where are they like where are they yeah okay no see i'm the opposite i find me a series and i binge (laughs) that shit so okay um side note i really hope you guys can't hear the 
people mowing their lawn outside right now. (laughs) I can't hear it. Okay, good. Hopefully the microphone is not picking up on it. But this is just the time that we're recording. And of course, my neighbors decide that it's time to mow their lawn. So it's better than 8 a.m. in the morning yeah. and setting off my dogs. And I'm just like, I literally just got to sleep. Yeah. Do you mind? Anyway, <sighs> so I can't believe you haven't read Winter's Arrow. No, I have been like, so I when I read Andor Sector, I was like, okay, I'm going to step out of Winter for, I'm going to step out of um, X-Clan. Mm-hmm. And there was just, my TBR is literally going to outlive me. There was just so much that I had. I'm actually reading another Omega verse right now. And it's just like, it's been going, 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 going. Yeah. I will eventually get back to X-Clan. Um, I actually have been talking to Lexi about future works. So um, I'm excited to see what she comes up with and out with next. I'm super excited. I love, I love her writing style. I got to meet her last year and she is just a gem. Yeah. I'm actually really excited because I get to meet Lexi in October. Or Um, I don't know. Have I told you uh, the podcast got asked to do uh, authors after midnight convention? Ooh, when is that? Cause. (sighs) Oh, bestie come visit. It's going to be so much fun. Um, it is October 7th okay. in South Carolina. Oh, that's only like Fort Mill, six South hour Carolina. drive. That's yeah. a six hour drive. That's not far from me. Oh, come, come. Oh my God, come. There's going to be me... so many authors there. Okay, let me put it in my calendar. Um, I hate driving by myself, but to come see you, I, I think I can. <gasps> yes, come see me. October 7th, it uh-huh. is. It's also not my weekend with my um with my oldest. It's also the week after payday, so that's good too. Yeah, I think that could work. And the general admission tickets are only five dollars. I'm 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 putting it in my calendar. Yeah. So, like I said, the amount of authors that are going to be there's going to be forty authors, all dark romance, right? Because it's authors after midnight. It is our speed. Um, Zoe Blake is going to be there. Lexi C. Foss is going to be there. Misha Stone is going to be there. I mean, I can't. I'm going to. Um, Addison Kane is going to be there. It's going to be. I like. I'm not going to start listing off authors because there's just <laughs> we'll be here forever. Yes, but there's um. Anybody wants tickets? Um, like I said, the general admission tickets are only five dollars, and it's authorsaftermidnight.com. Yours truly is going to be there. Tori's gonna be there. That's so exciting. And now Lois Lo probably gonna, gonna be, be there. <laughs> As if like, because I'm going to Love in Vegas at the end of October. Okay. And so I have like every month, I think I have something August, I have something September, I have October, mm-hmm. uh, I have London in November. Look at you, girl. Yeah. So December, and then my mom's like, well, let's not be home for Christmas. And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna do that but okay yeah. I've <laughs> so, actually never done an, like I've never been to a, any sort of actually I, I lied because we had this conversation with Tori Tori does a lot of conventions and especially mm-hmm. gaming conventions I've never been to a book convention or anything like that I went to one convention it was a porn convention it just Ooh. happened to be like in like the town over mm-hmm. um, and it was a benefit for Sandy uh, the hurricane relief because like mm-hmm. Sandy fucked up Jersey and I was like well I- I'll go so that was the only convention I've ever been to <laughs> but um, I'm really excited because I don't know why my ass didn't think these things existed like I just didn't 
you know, like I didn't know about these things. I would have been going this whole time. So I actually made a TikTok the other day talking about how when I get my head out of my, you know what, uh, my ass, why am I censoring yeah, myself? I have, to un- I have to uncensor <laughs> myself because, you know, the, the clock app. fucking hates shit and now they've got this like 13 and older 13 and under like your your content has to be appropriate for under 13 to be on the majority of the fyp to get Mm -hmm. pushed out heavily so i'm always like pain in my a um unalive like all the things all the things to to make content um but once I get my head on my ass, I'm going to start working on, well, finish working on a list of as many book conventions around the country as I can. Um, I'll eventually add international ones, but that's a little harder yeah, because I'm not over wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to get together a comprehensive list so us as readers can decide like, okay, this is in my state. This is close to me. This is travelable. And authors yeah. can be like, oh, I want to sign up for this because the amount of times I've said, uh, what signings are you doing? And authors been like, I don't fucking know. There's just too many to decide, or I don't know of any near yeah. me. Or readers have been like, I've been like, I'm going to this event. And readers are like, what is that? And I'm like, just like just now. Mm-hmm. Like it's insane. Yeah. There needs to be a massive list. Yes, I agree. Because like I said before, book talk. I didn't even know this existed. I think um, for a lot of people. Yeah, but I'm very excited. Uh, like I said, this is gonna be my first one. This is definitely my first one to be a part of. Like I have a, we have, a, we get a table and stuff. I gotta, <gasps> I gotta get my shit in order. I gotta order bookmarks and pins and a banner and all the all the nonsense. Um, very excited. I'm also really excited to like, I don't, I want to say network is the only word that comes to mind, but like meet a bunch of the authors and see if they want to come on the podcast and yeah, also just meet everybody like. A lot of the trigger tribe is coming. I can't wait to like meet the listeners. I can't wait to meet like friends like are coming, like you're coming. Um, I have I'm super excited. Friend who's like not even a big reader, but she's coming just to she's like, I'm just coming. I think she wants to get away from her husband and child. Totally understand. <laughs> I vibe. I, I completely understand. Um, so yeah, everybody, we got on a little bit of a tangent, but it is related. Because Lexi C. Foss is going to be at Authors After Midnight. So, Wait, a little bit of a tangent, a, a big one. Um, I mean, on brand. If, if this yeah. isn't, what else is new? But <laughs> all right, let's talk a little bit about the book. If you okay. don't know what Omega Verse is, uh, don't listen to this episode and maybe go read one because I'm not explaining shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have, um, I created a, uh, 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 you know how you make playlists on TikTok? Yes. I create a playlist called Omega and it's spelled O dot M because TikTok does not like the word Omega or Omegaverse. It banned it. So you can't wow. use the hashtag and you can't label a video. Like you can put Omegaverse in the caption, mm-hmm. but you can't use it as a hashtag. That makes no sense. But like, okay. What? I mean, whatever. Okay. Whatever. So I have like a beginner intro, like 101. I think it's like two or three videos. One explains what nodding is and one explains like just an overall like welcome to Omegaverse, the best genre of your life. Yes. I just recently introduced my coworker to the Omegaverse and she's so funny. I love her. Um, She she called me frantic one morning and I was like, I thought it was about work. I was like, what's going on? And she's like, okay. I need a diagram. I need a picture. And I'm like, what picture are you like? What for work? Like, what do you need? A knot. 
And she's like, no, no, I need to know what a knot is and I need to know how it works. I want to I need to know what where this gland is because she was um reading uh, Alpha Inmate by Liliana Carlisle, another favorite uh-huh. of mine. I like her um, Alpha Wicked, Wicked Alpha or Alpha Wicked. I can't remember one. It's the amnesia mm. one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love all of, all of them. But so she was like, I need to know where this gland is located. I need to know what this knot is. So here I am like Google. I'm like, girl, don't you have Google? Like Google it. She's like, no, no, I need it to come from the source. And I'm like, I love that I am the Omega oh Verse sir- source. <laughs> it's a vibe. It, yes. It's a vibe. Being tagged in videos where people are like, what's Omega Verse? And people are like, oh, let me just tag low. Mm-hmm. A resident <laughs> Omega. Explain yes. this. I mean, I have my own nest. Like, come on now. I, I've i done um, a very scientific uh, poll on the podcast and about 90 eight percent of the listeners are also omegas everybody's an omega nobody wants to be a beta but i am reading a book right now where the beta sounds like a whole freaking vibe yeah yeah um so i'm I'm working on it so i can't give any like anything yet because i I can't give it the low stamp of approval just yet but we're working on it sounds like a plan but But i love omega of course don't go ahead I was going to say, but Andorra Sector just has like, I don't know. It's, I think the difference is because a lot for me, I am a, I prefer non-shifter Omega verses. Okay. But this was one of the few shifter, well, Lexi C. Foss just in general writes shifter Omega verses that I love, a Carnage yes. Island. But mm-hmm. this is one of the few shifter Omega verses where I wasn't like, it wasn't overshadowed. The shifter side of it wasn't overshadowing the Omega side. Yeah. Of course it comes from that, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of times too many authors will write both and you're trying to like connect with the inner wolf because that's one of my favorite things about shifters is mm-hmm. their animal has a personality as well. And a lot of times the personality of the animal is completely different than the person, the human form. Yeah. And they, they, they argue and it's like a sibling rivalry conversation type thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times authors will try to do that. Plus also do the Omega alpha beta thing. And I just get overwhelmed. Yeah. So Lexi is one of the few authors that I enjoy that does both and does it really well because her, her shifters, they're there, but they're not like overpowering there. So mm-hmm. it's more like Omega and it's just it's just so good it's just so good I agree the other part that I really enjoyed about this series is I loved the like zombie apocalypse almost like apocalyptic dystopian futuristic side of it because like I loved that um the the whole like humans are like almost like the animals living in the caves I, uh, I loved I, it when there's a part where they're talking to Kat who is our FMC in this book and she's like I was born in a cave I was raised yeah. in a cave and they're all like um are you okay yeah <laughs> like, and she's like, like no bitch I'm not okay <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> I was starving we were cold yeah. but I also like Kat because Kat's human from the in the beginning and she turned she's turned mm-hmm. she go. she's a human and she's turned and they're expecting her to just be another run-of-the-mill beta and oh buddy uh-huh. she's not no and so uh anders watching her like on the screen as people are trying to like contain her and he's like oh this is over 
Yeah. And then she surprises the shit out of him and takes down two of his guards after yeah. taking down a bunch of other people. And he's like, oh, I don't know whether to be turned on or mad, maybe both, but this needs to end now. Yeah. Uh, he said, um, all right, sweetheart, you have my attention. <laughs> I, I I want your attention. Yeah. <laughs> that was just so good i loved the beginning of their like their entrance so i have in chapter four he's like you'll submit in the end i promise because you're already mine like Mm -hmm. that immediate like you're mine there's so much mine in this book i lived for (laughs) it i also put it like the put it in my veins of the human or whoever being turned into omega Mm-hmm. is my favorite like i love it when they turn into an omega and they have no idea what's happening because you know she knew of shifters and like mm-hmm. she knew alphas and betas and like but the omegas are so rare she didn't really know too much about them and she certainly wasn't expecting to be one no so i know exactly what you're talking about there's that dichotomy of omegas being that submissive in, yeah. At least in this world, because in other worlds, some of them don't write their omegas as submissive. Mm-hmm. Um, but her personality and as a human, everything she's had to go through, the independence she had to have, the strength she had to have, the lack of give a fuck that she had to have. And then, so she's got her n- nurture, what she's been raised as, mm-hmm. but now her new nature and they're combating with each other. Yes. When she, the fact that, so there's the part where he's like, well, I'll induce her, um, her heat after she shifts and she forces the shift just to gain control of the situation. Yeah. Something that he wasn't expecting her to be able to do, but because of her, na- her nurture of being raised as this badass, she's like, nah, bitch, yeah, you're not touching me. Yeah. They're like getting at it. Right. And she's, it's very uh non-con because she is not into it like she well maybe you should, I should say dub con because like she is into it but she doesn't want to be <laughs> her body is definitely into it yes her mind is like this is so good but why the fuck no absolutely get the fuck off get the fuck off but why is my body not telling him to get the fuck off yeah i loved that i think a good portion of this would be considered dub con um yes and i loved it i, um, I loved it <laughs> Give me all the Dubcon in the world. I love Dubcon. It makes me so happy to be like, but we want it. You don't want it. You say you don't want it. Do you really not want it? You're going to get it. I I love the like, I'm going to make you want it. You know, like, it doesn't matter what you say. I'm going to make you want it. And you're going to be asking, you're going to be begging me for more. Love that aspect of it. There's a part where he goes, the future never looks so bright. We're going to determine your limits, little one, and then I'll push you beyond each and every one, one by one. Yep. Please. Yes. Yeah. Sign I, yes. me up, I, baby. Right? <laughs> Dotted line. John Hancock. Here we go. Here we <laughs> motherfucking go. Yes. Um, I just, oh, God. I liked Ander, but he pissed me off because. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Riley. That's her name. Riley. Yes putting him in his place because he was treating cat like shit was everything we've talked about this privately this book has some of like definitely like hands down my favorite grovel scene so for me it's not my favorite grovel that goes to pack darling book two all right because the whole book is a fucking grovel sounds good (laughs) um but it has 
probably my second favorite oh shit moment. Yeah. That moment where the guy really realizes or the girl realizes they fucked up. Yep. When I t- and I love that moment more than the grovel. Because I know they're going to get her- them back. That's cool, cool, cool. I need a long grovel. I need it to be. But that moment where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I hurt them. Yes. 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 No, and Riley is definitely one of my favorite characters. You probably haven't read her book, but she has a book uh, too. It's a novella. It's short and sweet and amazing. It's her and Jonah, I think his name yes, is. Jonas. Yeah. Uh Jonas. Yeah. And it's fun. It's definitely like I said, it's short. It's a novella. But I, I think like I said, I think I I'm a bully. Like I'm pretty sure I bullied Lexi into writing that book. <laughs> Because I was like, hey, so like, when's Riley's book coming? When's Riley's book coming? I think that, and I, okay, so even though Riley and Jonas are not the main couple in this book, I really liked, there was a part where Jonas was like, I wanted her so bad Mm -hmm. and I wanted her to be happy. And I knew she would not be happy being your standard homemaker. Mm -hmm. The job makes her happy. And Andrew's like, that's why you had me give her a job. And he's like, yeah, she would have gone out of her mind just sitting at home raising babies. Yeah. And when she says, you told her she's a fucking breeder. Yes. No, he's like, he, he, she's like, your mate. Oh, my bad. Your breeder. Yeah. I was like, yes, Riley. Yes. Tell that piece of shit. Yeah, she put him in his place and he couldn't even like combat her. No, and then he And stepped. everybody that heard what he's what Riley was accusing him of was baffled. They were just staring at him like, "Are you high? What the fuck is wrong with you?" Is the guy's name Eric, the other one? The second in command, Elias. Yeah. Elias. Okay, so he gets an omega as well. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I re- his reaction is like you did that yeah you you did that I was like oh my god this fucking idiot this fucking idiot everybody yes. knows like you don't treat an omega like this especially when she's pregnant I oh we haven't mentioned there's forced pregnancy in this oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 to go like... along with the dub con <laughs> and it's just so wild because like he he's they're getting it in they're fucking it's mm. i think it's like three or four days of yeah. just straight sex and then he's like it happened my seat is within you and he's like and you're not my mate yeah, and just like i was like oh the first time i read that i was like oh, shit yeah oh shit um have you heard that sound that's like uh, oh god no it's like get fucking wrecked it's like yes. sound. <laughs> That is like what I hear the moment he realizes how bad he fucked up. Mm -hmm. Because she destroyed her nest, guys. A pregnant Omega never destroys her nest. But he abandoned her, that asshole. It's not even that he abandoned her. Like he destroyed her. He was running like trades for Omegas unmated omegas so he would go take care of these omegas not anything sexual or anything but yeah. he would come home smelling like mm-hmm. an unmated omega to his pregnant omega yeah. and she would rip off his clothes tell him he, he didn't smell right he would fuck her and then she would pretty much go catatonic afterwards yeah and then the moment where he where after after riley lays into him for the lap for again mm-hmm. and he's he comes home and he's like she destroyed her nest 
she's she's not talking no shit sherlock yeah fix it. she's still not nesting and he, she's like no shit sherlock he's like it's not gonna take up because he came back and like he started treating her nicely but again she was just kind of like waiting for him to be an asshole again it's like oh he's just doing this to like placate me through the pregnancy and then as soon as i give birth like he's just gonna give me to the next alpha that she thought she was going to be a breeder over and over and over again the part like so i love the oh shit moments but the real like that that was great there was one part where she's like your kid and she refers to the baby as Mm -hmm. his and he's like i don't like how she said that our child and she's kind of like sure whatever yeah because at this i mean i wasn't until the end where she really feels like he might actually keep her mm-hmm. um and then when they go to the ball and she's thinking that he's gonna be like entertaining other omegas and she's like why would i want to go see the father of my kid go hit on other omegas he's like you're mine and it still did not click to her and she's thinking no. okay i'm mine while i'm pregnant sure i'm i'm yours while you have your fun with me but Mm -hmm. when it's time for me to have another baby it's not going to be yours it's going to be whatever alpha you pass me to and so every time she said something along the lines of i'm not yours or she thought that she was just in the breeder program or whatever my heart just cracked a little and i was like i want him to like hurt i want him to hurt i wanted something like really bad to happen and then it did they were yeah. in the mountains and he got pew pewed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, serves you right, bitch. I, before that, at the ball, I also loved the moment where he's arguing with his pack mm-hmm. because he's, um he said, okay, like they get all these omegas from a different sh- uh, sector. And they're like, okay, how are you going to divvy these bitches up? And they're like, well, you're <laughs> going to court them like the way of the olden times. Yes, yes. Oh. And... And they're like, okay, like, and and the Omegas get to choose. And they're like, okay, what about your Omega? Like, the one that's pregnant, like, can we court her too? And he's like, absolutely not. And they're like, why not? You didn't claim her. She's available. And he's terrified. He thinks that if they, like, said she's going to reject him because as she should, he's been treating her like absolute garbage. Yeah, he's like, all right, Samuel, courting it is. Several of the males murmured agreement and 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 the female at my back noticeably relaxed. What about your Omega? Rahan asked, stepping forward. Are we allowed to court her since she's unmated? And then it would be so easy to throw his callous statement back at him right now. You're not my mate. A few weeks ago, I might have just done that so he could see how it felt. But seeing the concern radiate from his eyes and not just because of my admission to not be okay, I knew those words would hurt him even more than they had hurt me. I cleared my throat and took a deep breath to ensure my voice carried. I choose Ander Kane. My declaration was a, was clear enough for everyone in the room, but the only one um, that needed it was my alpha. The one standing before me with the shocked expression that confirmed my suspicions, he thought I wouldn't claim him as he did me, which also told me something very important about him. He didn't feel he deserved me because he fucking didn't. <laughs> no, but the scene after, once he realizes she chose him. Yes. 
and then they f- go like literally to, like fuck all the way back to the apartment yes yes <laughs> yes i just oh my god i loved this couple because as fucked as they were he was as as fucked up as what he did to her he was fucked by it mm-hmm. he was staying it he like he wasn't even going home i think it was seven days okay so there's a part where he's he's like would you have wanted a choice and she's like who wouldn't want a choice she wasn't saying that she wouldn't choose him she was just saying that as a human she had to make all these choices and once she became an omega against her will yeah pregnant against her will made it not even made bonded against but also rejected Mm -hmm. because after the after they'd had they'd made the baby he was like okay cool cool bye yep and you saw him make this up in his mind you saw him like, okay, I don't want, he's like, I have to do this. I have to teach her a lesson mm-hmm. and it's going to hurt, but it's for the best because I need her to fall in line. And you're just like, oh, this fucking idiot. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Like he knew that he was going to be claiming her the whole time, but he was just delaying it to teach her a lesson because she tried to escape and but- like made a fool out of him in front <laughs> of this whole pack. <laughs> But my thing is, when has that ever fucking worked? When has trying to teach a lesson with pain and emotional pain ever not backfired? Yeah. That does not mean he don't keep writing it because I absolutely love that oh shit moment. Keep oh, yeah. writing that shit. But, but it didn't work. Dumbass. But also, that guy was such an idiot. Like, there was no code to go into the elevator, nothing. It just fucking left. So yeah. if you want to keep her in that apartment or condor or whatever the fuck it was, like, I don't know. And she was even surprised because she like, there's no guards. There's nothing. She just walked out. (laughs) I like Riley was like, you're going to escape, aren't you? And she's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Riley was like, "Uh, I mean, what can you do? Right. I was like, girl, same. Like she told him about her like story. He's like, I wasn't too thrilled with my situation either. But he's like, I'm I'm not going to stop you from making this mistake because I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I think any of us in that situation probably, I don't know, actually. Mm. I might have been Mm. like, okay, I'm here. Your dick's big. I I guess I'll stay. (laughs) I, yes, I would say. She was a virgin, wasn't she? She was, but they didn't even like, they glossed over that completely. Yeah, I feel like that was the only thing I was kind of like, I kind of want him to be like, I like that. It's fucked up of me, but I like the whole she's a virgin. The first time is rough. And then mm-hmm. they, the, the the guy realizes and he's like, why didn't you say anything? And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I love that moment, too, because I'm fucked like you. However, <laughs> you have to remember that the first time they kind of did it, she was in heat. Yeah. So she was just gone. Like so. And also all the slick, I'm sure helps. Oh, well, no, I'm sure. But like. I just, I don't know. I just like that part. So I was, oh, I mean, I was fucking fine with it. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jamie Applegate Hunter does it in the the first book in her Royals of Rodinia series. Mm. Uh, he's a, he's like, he's a, he's a white haired man. He's very, very attractive. Uh, no, she's a white haired. Yeah. She's got white hair and it makes her different than everybody in her town. And he's an attractive, like King God, whatever. And he takes her against her tree. Oh, I like a tree moment. He's like, "Are you serious? You, 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 it would have been in a different." And I was like, "No, nah, I wouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. It was right where it needed to be." But yeah, no, I like that scene. Um, yeah, so she was a virgin the first time, which I I feel like 
it was very glossed over, but for her and her mentality and her like personality, it it was done well because mm-hmm. I think that had it been a big deal, it would have made her uncomfortable. Yeah. Any more than she already was. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the first like the first time that they were like kind of messing around. And I say that with air quotes because he was definitely assaulting her. Um <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um she even said like in her to herself she was like why am i letting him touch me like i haven't even let anybody at no man has ever touched me before like not even sex but like no she hadn't let any man physically put his hands on her so and now he was he was putting his hands all over her all yeah. over and other stuff too mouth yeah I... there was so much sex in this book though I loved it. I forgot how much sex there was in this book. Me too, until I was reading it last night. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Oh, okay. Do, do, do. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lots. I was not complaining at all. Me neither. At all. <laughs> um, Me neither. I liked how we thought it was flipped the whole time that her dad, that she didn't know, was the wolf. And mm-hmm. then she meets her uncle, Samuel. In the end, he's like, well, I- I'm pretty sure I'm going to be okay because that's my niece. And she's like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Um, And he's like, yeah, your mom was the wolf and she protected you and she kept it from you. And she's kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. But so back to the oh shit moments. I'm all over the place. Please. But another oh shit, mo- not a big oh shit moment, but a, I'm a fucking idiot moment was when she, they're like going through the mountains. He's about to let her run and they're talking and she's like, how do I, she's talking about wolves, like think different things about wolves that mm-hmm. she has no idea about. And he's like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's like, she knows nothing. We turned her to a wolf and Omega at that. I bred her, got her pregnant. And she knows literally nothing about herself. Yeah. Because she even asked him, like, one time she asked him how long wolves live and, like, can they die and things like that. And his response to her was, like, what, are you trying to kill me? Like, you know, and she's like, no, I'm I'm just trying to fucking understand myself, you idiot. He first thinks that she's trying to kill herself. Yeah. She, yeah. He's worried she's going to try to kill herself. And he's like, it, it, it's not going to work. And she's like. I, I, I'm not trying to kill myself. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I don't know anything about myself. Mm-hmm. And that's another wild thing. She spent 20 something. She's 20 something. I don't remember exactly how old. Like, think, yeah, I think she's like 23 or 24. So she's 21. At, and I can't remember. She's at the point where she's learning more about herself as a human, but she's, she's pretty solidified in that she's human. Mm-hmm. knowing what that means and now she's a whole new breed yeah and she's going through the emotion she's never had because omegas are high key emotional as fuck she has no true control over her body anymore mm-hmm. um even though i died 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 when she forced the shift and destroyed his fucking apartment how funny was that scene <laughs> He was just watching her. There's a part where he's like, he's he sees like a chair go flying and her go flying with it. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I can picture a wolf like just bouncing around a room, just shredding everything. Yeah. Out of 
pure just spite. And then he gets on a call with Elias and Elias is like, so how are things going? And he kind of turns the computer or whatever communications and he's like, why are you letting her do that? Yeah. And he's like, uh. he's like, look, he's like, he's like, you know, you can sh- like grab, like shift her back because the alpha ground yeah. can. And he's like, at that point, it would have hurt her more than anything. So he's like, I think I'm just going to let her tire herself out, kind of like a toddler. Yes. <laughs> no? And then the part where she does, he's like, her head starts to sway. And yeah. then she just kind of, oof. And yep. then she, she shifts back and he carries her. And it's so funny. He's like, oh, you like me now? Because she cuddles like mm-hmm. into him. And he's yeah. like, oh, but you like me now, huh? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, she's not going to like you when you get a hold of her. After like, she would- no. And that's when he was like, all right, I'm just going to I'm going to put do this like estrus shot and we're going to make this bitch happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> Absolute dumbass. Yeah. I I think I want to read it again tonight. <laughs> it's such a fun read and it's yes it's a quick read it's not like one of those where there's so much you just have to get through like the world yeah. building is not overly done but it's just a it's a good omega verse it's, it's a really good, good omega verse yes yes and it's one of those i suggest to people when i know they read dark so mm-hmm. like people come to me and they're like oh i want to start omega verse i'm like okay and i kind of look at what they've been reading yeah um if they're reading like fluff um definitely gonna go like oh uh jillian west um she's got a christmas one really cute and a little sad but not not like we're 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 killing people because they touched her shit um but argo like devin sinclair not your damn omega Mm -hmm. um but then we get into like a like a little bit darker and i'm like Endora Sector is a great, like, entry-level, darker, yeah. And then you've got, like, Seducing Selena, which has got trafficking. She's kidnapped. Ooh. And then she is forced to be a slave in a BDSM club. Yeah, it's, it's, I just read it the other night. It's really good. Oh. Um, so I like the darker. Who's that by? That's Devin Sinclair as well. Okay. Um, it's really good. I love Devin. Um. But yeah, I love to recommend this to people when they're like, I read darker. Can you add any Omegaverse for that? Oh, I do. Oh, I absolutely do. Carnage Island in this. Yeah. And Addison Kane. I okay. So for me, my queen is LV Lane. Yes. Same. Love her. And then, okay, I always butcher this woman's name. Iso Ellen. Yeah, I can't, I can't say her proper name either. I think it's Iso Ellen. Um, she has like a district book where, mm-hmm. and I think I read 12 district 12. I think it is. I'm not sure, but it's about the district 12 and her stepfather. Her, I don't know if it's her stepfather or her father. I think it's her stepdad has been like treating her like shit, waiting for her to get of age. And she runs yes. away. I've read that one too. Yeah. 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 To the- so yes. good. And she ends up joining the the harem of women for they're all the, betas and then she's the omega yeah it was so good it yes. was so good so i have a i have quite a few darker queens um me too i think i think addison kane for me is just it literally was the first omega verse i've ever read was mm-hmm. hers and it broke my brain 
because I didn't realize these kinds of books existed. And I actually talked to my good friend about this book. And I was like, I need to talk to you about this book. You're going to think I'm fucking crazy, but I just, I need to get it out there. Like, I just need to talk to somebody because it was before Book Talk, it was before any of that. The only problem, and I've said this before on the podcast, that I have with Addison Kane is that her books are never finished. Like, she just takes her damn time and she starts a whole other book. And I'm like, what about these people? Can you finish these people? <laughs> but yes, LV Lane is, I just reread the one of the controllers the other night just for the hell of it because it's my comfort read. Um, There's one, oh, I got to look it up. I, ju- I read of LV Lane's the other day um lv lane coveted prey um oh did she get taken off of um amazon can you the prey series it should still be there i can't look it up i don't know why it's not letting me Mm. let's see but basically um the girl's dad dies and she's stuck out on a farm and then uh these soldiers mercs it's called prey yeah 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 and uh that was my first first one of lb lane and i have gone down the rabbit hole since my first lb lane was the controllers um and i think it's called complete control hang on because i'm real bad at names but it's the first controller series and that was ridiculous they it's like a war situation again it's like very dystopian kind of reminded me a little bit of andorra sector because they're like advanced mm-hmm. right like there's yeah. it's almost like the way i explain the controller series is if you take star wars and mm-hmm. you put omega wars in it i feel like because there's like have you not Ooh. have you not read it no oh that's oh my that's my favorite that's my favorite by her okay well um i'm controllers and yeah the controllers and it's very like i would say like not very but it's bdsm adjacent because like all the alphas are super dominant and like they make the omega submit Mm. yeah but that's that's very very much lb lane um yes trained for their pleasure yes that was because it's a fantasy barbarian is the way she labels that and then have you read her centaur series the centaur series with the omegas no no as i squeak i am i going to right now download it it's part of the prey series it's in in that world the prey series i think is like 16 books yes um and now like i said there's like the centaurs where they like kidnap the omegas because they're the only ones who can um help them heal after battle Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, there's a lot mm-hmm. of like pony play and stuff in there obviously because like they put the women in like these stirrup things because it's like a whole thing guys <laughs> <laughs> am i more a treat now <laughs> yeah yeah i am i read that whole centaur series um on my cruise i think i think i read nine books in eight days because <laughs> uh, they're pretty short too um yeah. and Centaur in my forest the yes there that's it those uh, are fun and i was talking to my husband about them and he's like just 
the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I texted my husband. I was like, I'm doing a podcast because he's in Poland right now. Oh, um, he's deployed. So he's there for a year. So our time is off. So he texts me. He's like getting ready to go to bed. And he's Aww. like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I am going getting ready to go on a podcast. He's like, about what? I was like, take a wild guess. He's like, your sex books. And I was like, <laughs> yes. He's like, is it monsters this time? Is it aliens? What is it? I was like, Omegas. He's like, I don't, I don't even want to know. I was like, yeah. don't ask. I love you. He's like, I love you too. Mm, bye. I I get it. My husband calls my books the fucked up romance. <laughs> That's how he like marks it, mark markets it to people. And I've told the story before on the podcast, but I'll tell it real quick. When we were on the cruise, he's my husband's a smoker. So mm-hmm. he made friends with a bunch of the smokers and like a bunch of them were like there's this one like older lady there with her daughters who the daughters are probably like our age, like in their 30s, mm-hmm. maybe 40s, I don't know. And they were saying that they they read a lot and he asked what kind of books and they're like um, a lot of romance he's like oh do you read fucked up romance because <laughs> my wife has a fucked up romance podcast so he's like pimping the podcast out to all these people I'm like babe you like you have to at least like tell them what it's about because I don't want them listening if they read like regular romance you know what I mean I'd be like, this fucking crazy person. So again, once again, hello to my husband's friends from the cruise. If you're listening, <laughs> um, this is a, yeah. So it's just so funny. He was like, yeah, it's fucked up romance. And he tells everybody that will listen about my fucked up romance podcast. So. Oh my God. So the other day, <sighs> since we're talking about fucked up, not fucked up romance, but just real life people finding out about what you read. Yeah. Um, uh, my son is my, he's a freshman. Well, he just finished freshman year and he does wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so his coach, manly man, er, I, me Tarzan, wife Jane type guy. But he's really, I really do like him. He's great for my son, all the things. So they were done. It's po- it's preseason now. And between post and preseason is about a month. And so for the month, his wife was posting about how they were traveling. And every time I'd see him, like she posted a picture of him in the pool with a book. And I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I love that you read. Um, but I never looked at the titles of what this man was reading. Ooh. So she posts an up-close picture of him with The War of Two Queens. And I was like, okay, I messaged her. I was like, hey, but there's 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 porn in that book. And she's like, because she's older. So I didn't know how to like say this respectfully. <laughs> I mean, like your husband's reading smut. And she's like, he loves fantasy romance. I was like, I have a million recommendations for you. <laughs> Next time I see you, I am bringing you a romanticy. Um, but it's going to be an Omega verse. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Uh, I was telling my husband about this. He's like, I am so glad I'm gone for a year. He's like, I'm never going to be able to look this man in the face and be like, my mo- my wife gave my son's coach a, a romanticy. <laughs> I was like, it's an Omegaverse. With nodding. <laughs> with nodding, yes. With yeah. But okay, but what is it about the damn knot that is just so intriguing to us all? I think that it's the fact that the knot provides even more pleasure. And there's that that part of our brain that's like, okay, I can't imagine what that is like, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pretend that's me knowing full and well. 
that I, it's not happening. It plugs the hole so the semen can come out. Mm, or just like I, I, I have a breeding kink, so like same. Like the thought process of just like it just like my favorite non nodding books are when he's like when they're like either put a plug up there to keep it there or if he's like forcing it back in like oh this where it belongs his hands yes i love that scene that scene is in like every zoe blake's book and i love it the like stuff it back in there scene either that or when when the love interest eats it out of her oh yes yeah where did i read that i just read it i think it was the, the love quotient it wasn't like a dark romance, but it was hot. So your daddy does it better. Has that that that? Ooh. Yeah, Mila Crawford, love that human. Um, she just writes unhinged shit. Um, absolutely unhinged. Um, let's see. It's pub. It came out today. Your daddy Uh-oh. does it better. Um, it was an arc I got from her. I get all her stuff like a week before she puts it out. Nice. Um, and he eats his his come out of her uh calling on the reaper i think he does it too uh killers and monsters by chloe evans i know somebody's getting somebody's come out of somebody every single time with chloe (laughs) every time and never disappoints oh is the love hypothesis by ali hazelwood ali's such a sweet human i haven't read anything by her she wrote a spicy spicy book and did you know that she loves omegaverse no she wants to write one but her publisher won't let her what well drop the publisher right under a pen name and pretend it's not you yeah i got you if you're listening to this i I, we can publish it under my name i got you. there you you go there you go making it happen yeah Allie's amazing she's a amazing human being she loves omegaverse and she loves fanfic you can tell like because uh, I listened to a an interview from from her, I think it was the Faded Mates podcast. I'm not really sure, but um, yeah, she in that book, the love hypothesis, the hero eats it out of him, her. <laughs> it's fucking, we odd. love that. We we fucking, I fucking love. It. Oh my god, my if my husband ever listens to these, he's gonna be like, the fuck. Um, my husband's not allowed for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> he's not allowed. <laughs> Oh my god. Because I have said this many a times, like I'm talking about this stuff with you and like with Tori about all the stuff I love. And again, I love the stuff on paper, but not necessarily in real life. So if this man decides to just up and do something to me, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna punch him in the face because I'm be like, what the fuck are you doing? He's so like, and he's gonna be like, But you said you liked it. I'm like, Yeah, I like um... reading about it. <laughs> There are some things I have said that I like in books that I would love in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing my husband, he would just like be like, okay, Russian roulette this shit. Spin yeah. a bit and be like, oh, I'm going to pick that one tonight. And then I'd have to punch him in his nose. Yeah, same. But Look. eating after you have made a mess is not one of them. <laughs> we can try that. We can try that. Actually, matter of fact, I'm going to highlight that in a book and send it to him and be like, so about this are you down to try it yeah no look i love a lot of stuff that i read about in real life too but this you know with you and i we read a lot of dark romance so there's some things that no thank you <laughs> i mean so okay ha- i my husband had and i had this conversation one day because i like to i used to love to go to the bar and i was like i want to try one day you 
role playing. You trying to pick me up at the bar. Well, okay, so we're setting up a non-con scene at this point. Me refusing, me going home, you following me, busting in the house, and yeah. And so we had the whole conversation, and then life got fucked, and he's like, but I'm going to Poland. And so now I'm just like hanging on by a moment. You're dreaming about it. Dreaming about it. (laughs) Wishing, hoping, praying. I think a lot of the things, I think a lot of the things that happen in dark romance can be tweaked and tailored to be fun inside the bedroom if they're done with clear, concise boundaries. Um, Click by Brianna Michaels. Um, It's a primal scene. It's a primal book. Ooh, love primal. And she joins a website that allows her to meet people and plan very detailed her primal scene. And I love that. And I think that stuff like that, BDSM allows for people to experience a lot of things that normal people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, I'm getting off. That's There's nothing wrong mm. with me. I'm enjoying it. Um, but so there's a way to take a lot of things that happen in book and turn them into real life as long as you're doing safe, sane, consensual mm-hmm. risk analysis and things. But then there's some things where I'm like, I like that shit on paper. That shit was hot as fuck. Yeah. But the second I close a book, baby, don't know. Yeah. I'm also, I, I've talked to you about this. Like, I'm also like a little bit of a prude on, in real life. You know what I mean? Like, I was raised very prudish. So it's hard for me. I mean, I, I'm definitely better now as an older woman of mm-hmm. um, almost 36. I can't believe it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll be 36 tomorrow. Happy um, early birthday. Thank you. Uh, so it's like I have to get out of my own head a lot of times. Yeah. And it is a lot easier to read and be like, ooh, that's fun than to like be in that for me to be in that posi- literal position. <laughs> so. Yeah, no. I think that um, it's really important to recognize that for yourself. And there is nothing wrong with enjoying it on paper, closing mm-hmm. your eyes, enjoying it in your head, and then going and being like, ah, not for me, but I still want to get off, but not that way. I was talking to my husband and we were talking about um, people that enjoy what we read. And I was like, not everybody that enjoys what we read needs to also have almost choked me out, got my life insurance questioning whether they really need to cover me type sex. Um, it's some of us do. Yeah. Um, my husband sent me a meme that was like, does your insurance company know you like to be choked in bed? <laughs> and I was like, damn. Um, but I enjoy that people get to experience out of the norm things sex through these books and discover other sides of themselves that maybe they don't participate in Mm -hmm. but they love to imagine they love to fantasize about yeah there's nothing wrong with that and I think that romance as a genre as a whole like I said I think we had this conversation last time has made it possible for so many women to get out of their heads to get out of this box that we're put in and well not just women but people in general and experience and open themselves up to being sexual beings. I mean, we're not meant to have a boring existence. And I think that being wide open to, even if it's not experiencing, but thinking about these things just gives people confidence. That's another thing. I think 
books like this give people confidence to maybe go experience something. And maybe it's not you planning out a full non-con dubcon scene, which in real life, there's no such thing as dubcon. It's either consensual or non-consensual. Yes. But being it, not that necessarily you have to plan a scene, but maybe reading a book encourage her to be like, yeah, I like it like that. Or to vocalize what you want. These books give people the courage to say, okay, sex is okay. Yeah. Sex is good. Sex is intimacy. It's not the only kind of intimacy, but it's a valuable part of life and being okay with that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying it. Um, Also, like you said, like there's a lot of stuff that I like to read about that I don't want in real life. Like we're talking about, like, I love the breeding stuff, right? (laughs) I have absolutely no interest in having any more children. So (laughs) let's not ever knock me up again. So it's funny. Um, uh, I do teach um, BSM education, safety and all these things. I'm actually on a panel for smut lovers um, teaching about uh, submissives and all the things, littles, brats, all the things. And you would be surprised how many people are into breeding kink, but have zero fucking desire to to finish that the other half of that to to get the product out of the um bait. I call it baby. I call it batter no baby. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so there are a ton of people that love the batter no baby, and it's actually more often than not you find that people. That's the side of the breeding kink that they like. They like the watching the cum pour out. They like the the saying, oh, I can't wait to see you round with my baby. I can't wait to breed you. I'm going I'm to knock you up, fill you up, all those things. But when it comes down to it, doing those things, they don't want the consequences. No. So <laughs> it's, it's interesting to know how many people actually that I've talked to, the majority of people I've ever talked to about breeding kink, they're like, yeah, I love doing it. I don't want the consequences. Well, I guess it's in some way it's biological, right? Like that urge is biological because no, like whether we like it or not, like the whole point of sex is to have a baby. So, you know, it's it's like it's it's in us. But then we're smart enough to be like, well, you know, I have two already for me. I'm like, I have two already. I have absolutely zero <laughs> interest in continuing this situation of babies i also hate being pregnant i've talked about this on the podcast before my my pregnancies were horrible so never again i've never had a good pregnancy uh but we are actually talking about doing it again um next year we'll see Um, i told i was on live the other night and i was like i'm gonna make all of my tiktok besties aunts and uncles next year hopefully so i'm i'm excited to go when he comes home to be like okay so can 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 we role play these things because they're not actually role playing? Like, can we throw this into our sex life? Our or um, because please, yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I want <laughs> he and I want um, but there's a few things that have to happen before that. Like, I need to tear up all the floors in this house. Mm. Um, I want to apply for nurse practitioner school, so. Like, that's the other thing. I, I don't want to be pregnant in school again. I don't want to be pregnant ever again. So <laughs> I understand. How did we go from Lexi Seafoss's lovely Omegaverse to this nut? Because she was pregnant. And then we started talking about breeding kink, and which is delicious. <laughs> and 
come and all the, all the things that go along with that. Yes. But yeah, no. So we can go back to Lexi. Yes. Speaking of come and like how I love that. <laughs> speaking of come, we can go back to Lexi. Yeah. Um, so in that scene right after she claimed him where or no, was it right before? I can't remember. But they were having sex and it was before because she was like she blow she was blowing him and he like came in her mouth and she was like, Yeah, I could tell by the amount that he hadn't been with anybody else. There was also a part where she was like, uh, she was talking about that he smelled like omegas and she made the she made the uh the connection that only his torso smelled like another omega. She said mm-hmm. never below the belt did he smell like somebody else. So she's like, hmm. Okay. So it was um chapter 16. She's like, he continuously smelled like foreign omega, but only on his torso, never between his legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was because he t- he said that she said that it was always the same. Yeah. He would go to work, come back home, smell like another omega. She would lose her shit, rip his clothes off, they'd fuck, and then she'd wake up alone. Yeah. And but she always said he never smelled like another Omega between his legs. And I was like, that's such a funny, like, yeah, it's a funny like, way to, to make us know that he wasn't cheating because it's romance and you cannot cheat in a romance. You, it's, I, okay. So the, I think like, that's my, I have two triggers. Okay. And it's not necessarily triggers because I can deal with them. I just don't want to read them. Mm-hmm. And that is cheating, fucking cheating. And custody battles between, like, a, like a secret baby situation, mm. and he comes back and wants to take the kid. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, he can threaten it. Are you a fan of secret baby, though? Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Oh yeah, I'm a fan of secret baby. Um, I'm actually plotting one out. I don't know who's gonna buy it or if I'm gonna finish it myself because I actually do sell plots. Oh, cool. Um, but basically, I have one in my head where they're married and her parents make him leave and she's pregnant and she's going to tell him the night that they make the the her husband leave that she's pregnant and so she goes through she ends up having twins and he comes to the house i okay so i love it no i love it i love it um and he's like completely shocked to find out he has fucking kids i just live for secret baby i love for unplanned pregnancies Mm -hmm. i love for okay pregnancy trope after a one night stand that is life yes life yes yes i i i need that um have you read kylie scott i think it's um it's called deep d-e-e-p i don't mm -mm. it's it's a rock star one night stand secret baby oh i'm sold it's so um, good i just read one uh k bromberg sweet regrets okay was it wasn't a okay so it's a second chance rock star secret baby mm-hmm. and i enjoyed that deeps is it stage five yes stage, stage dive. dive yes yeah Okay, it's absolutely. the last one, and it is the baby sister of like another hero's uh, wife, mm-hmm. and she has, of course, a crush on this guy, and they can't be together because he's a rock star and she's like a college student, and so it's an age gap as well. 
and they uh, go to Vegas for somebody's wedding and uh, they have a one night stand and it's one of those like just let me put the tip in without a condom scenes and they then they do use a condom but guess what <laughs> a little too late like, she, get, <laughs> she gets pregnant I'm so there for that and then this is a, this is another great grovel scene speaking of Lexi C. Foss um, I'm bringing it back guys I'm bringing it back um, he this of course they go through the whole pregnancy and like they're his sister is a bitch and she comes and is like look I'm gonna make you sign this like contract how much money do you want to like because we all know that you got pregnant with his baby for the money like you're just a gold digger blah 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 I think I've seen a TikTok about this okay and so she's like, it's not about the money. Like, I want nothing to do with money. Like, and you know what? Fuck you. I She took the contract. She signed. She crossed out the money. She put down zero and she signed it. And then him and his sister are like, oh, shit. Like, she signed it and there's no, like, she doesn't want the money. And so she's like, yeah, fuck you. You're never going to see me or this baby ever again. Like, you can get fucked because you're an asshole. And then she leaves and he has her kidnapped off the street. <laughs> <laughs> and brought to the concert and then he grovels in front of the whole audience and tells everybody what an asshole he is did i just buy this knowing full well it's on kindle unlimited yes yeah oh yeah. my god kylie's so good that whole series is amazing that that last book it's not a dark oh, it's romance. not on kindle unlimited it's check your libraries though because i read it through my my library because kylie's pretty popular she should be in a library i think I don't ever use libraries. I don't know how that works. No? No. Bestie, I'm about to I'm about to teach you. Teach me. It's called Libby, L I B B Y. It's a it's an app. Okay. And then you download it and you link it to your library card. And if the if your library has that book on Kindle, you can just rent it through the app and it'll show up on your Kindle for like 14 days. I'm I am obsessed with this. Yeah, it's the best. Again, a lot of the books you and I read probably won't be on there because I don't I mean any of the ones that I was kind of looking at like the the true dark romances are not on there, but a lot of the like contemporary or historicals or even moderately dark ones are on, a lot of times they're on there. Okay. You need a library card though. Do you have a library card? I probably do from like years and years and years. Well, you probably, all right, go to your library, <laughs> get you on your <laughs> card, and then you can start reading. Like I said, it's it's a great little like money hack because the amount that, you know, everybody reads mm-hmm. that reads romance is unreasonable. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and they see. even have audiobooks and stuff like that you can rent through there. Okay. So they have romance, they have 2,800 titles there you go let's see they 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 all look very um (laughs) very tame yeah (laughs) again it depends on your library situation depends on a lot oh that was a cute witch's guide to fake dating a demon that was a cute but it was um very closed door oh no see like this book is not closed door at all and it's on there so well for me anyway because my library has it so we're gonna search it uh what was it Deep by Kylie Scott. Let's just search Kylie Scott because Dirty. Yeah. The Chaser. Twist. That's a good one. Yes, yes, yes. See? They're on there. Play. Lick. I'm very sold by just the name. Lick. (laughs) Uh, She writes in, oh, 
oh it's been translated in other language deep's not in here okay but there are some other ones that look very good but the other ones in the series are so that's fun i didn't know you could get kindle like i didn't know they did ebooks at libraries now Mm -hmm. yeah that tells you how out of touch i am (laughs) oh here it is but it's the audiobook (gasps) oh the audio is good too audio's good too this cover is amazing right so good and kylie's an amazing person so we should support her i love this um anywho i don't know is there anything else we want to say about this book we talked about the book but we also talked about a lot of everything (laughs) for the course um no i i just i think this was it was a great read and even though it was kind of dark, it was still fun. It was yeah. still like, like the cute moments of um, her being a wolf and destroying shit, which is, I, I will tell you, that's my favorite, like soft moment in the book Ooh. is her just ripping shit up. Awesome. No, that it's, sounds like a lot of fun. So this whole book um, is a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. It, it is. And so are all of her other books. Um, I yeah. like her. I really like her writing style. Mm-hmm. I really like how well her characters come off the page. And it's not, not like you're just, Kyle went to the store. No, it's yeah. very, like, you you feel like you're watching it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very um, cinematic. I agree. Yeah. Like when you were saying, like, you could see, like, the, the furniture flying and <laughs> yes. all the other stuff. Um, I think I'm going to go back great. and just read that scene again. Yes. What you need to do is go read Winter's Arrow, my friend. <laughs> okay, okay. You don't. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. Oh no, I'm going to. I just... it's a, It's um. Let me tell you about it because we are covering it on the podcast. I do believe Tori wants to read that one with me, though. So you know what? Maybe okay. we can. We can maybe do a three way. Why not? Ooh. Um. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm a child. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It's the only kind of three my husband will let me have, so it's fine. <laughs> we've talked about this. Uh, I know your husband lets you share sometimes. Uh, my husband, not so much. So yeah. this is the only three-way action I will be getting. But it's fine because it's the only kind I want. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you're very much mine, mine, mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't want him to want me to. I don't want him to share me or want to share me. Um. But this book is a Snow White retelling in a way uh, where the Huntsman and Snow White get together, but it's Shifter of Megaverse. <laughs> and there's a lot of Dubcon in it. A lot of Dubcon. Okay, who is the... Is it the Omega that goes missing during the transport? No. No? Okay. It's, remember they were talking about in the very beginning, like, what the fuck is going on in the North Sector? Mm-hmm. That's the sector there. That's where that takes place. Okay. So there's um, an evil queen, right? And uh-huh. she's an alpha. She's a female alpha. And she's like a just, she's a villain. She's the villain in this book. And the North sector is very like behind technology wise. Like whereas Andorra sector is so like futuristic yeah. and like they're like really behind. They're like living in a castle. And mm. it's a beta colony, ca- colony where most of the um, wolves are betas. And so the queen raised uh, Snow, which, which, what the hell is her name? I can't remember the actual name of the, the character. Her name is really not Snow. But um, so her parents were an Alpha and Omega, and she 
was born and then her parents both died. So she was raised by this evil step situation. Right. Yeah. Um, and she's a beta. Or so we think. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I I love betas become people who thought they were betas becoming omegas. Yes. Just, oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. And so like um Anders' dad sends his mm-hmm. second in command to that sector because there's going to be a wedding and like they're paying homage or whatever. Like Winter's supposed to get married to this alpha guy. Mm-hmm. And then some shit goes down and she leaves. She like runs away and turns into an omega somehow. And uh, <laughs> the second in command has to uh, help her through her heat. I am. And she has no idea what's happening. She thinks she's dying because she. Th- thinks she's a beta this whole time i'm i'm so it's so god i want to like hang up with you right now and go read it i'm so <laughs> excited about this book it's not like i don't have an immediate tbr of arcs that need to be done but like my head is like i feel like somebody sent me i actually feel like somebody might have sent me this one because yeah. i got um a couple months ago a lexi foss package where somebody, okay. somebody sent me like four lexi foss books and one of them was um andor sector mm-hmm. and the other one was um i know the other one was carnage island okay but there's like three others somebody that they sent that okay. i haven't cracked open oh, because so good. i have a shit ton of stuff and physical books would get read last uh girl same here because i have a bunch of arcs that i am i am like this close to missing one i've definitely missed already but I, I messaged sorry, MK Robert wrote an amazing follow. And I loved the first book. It's a Viking book, um, mm-hmm. a Viking menage book. And it's really fucking good. OK, but there was a Cliffy in the beginning and then like she wrote the second one. So let me tell you the name of it so you guys can go and listen and read it. But I'm behind. I haven't read it yet. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have not read it yet. Um, I plan on reading it as soon as possible. But this whole like having a job like real job situation really just puts like a damper on my life um but hang on i gotta i'll tell you what the name of it is because you should read it it was amazing the first book was incredible and um i really liked it so i'm looking forward to reading the second one it's by mk robert and it is called Of Ravens and Wolves. That just sounds good. I believe, I think that's the second one. Yeah, the Vikings. Song. And then The Shield and Axe is book two, right? That's book one. That book one. The Shield and Axe is book one. Yes. And, and then, then Of Raven and Wolves is book two. It's our, it, our it, I put it on my list. It's so good. And like I said, it's like if you like Vikings and Minaj and all that stuff. It's, it's I like it all. I like it all. Yeah, I mean, I love Viking books, Um, which is... I love MK because she's like me and she loves Viking books. I don't feel like there's enough Vikings. I want like really dark Viking books. Like I want some, do you have any recs for me of like actual like raping and pillaging? Because the only ones that come to mind for me are um, the old ones. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Who who are they by? They're like the oldie but goodie. Like, okay. So C.A. Renee. And Yolanda Olson, you okay. know who Yolanda is? Yes. She writes some fucked up shit. Wrote Moors in Decepta. Mm-hmm. Moors in Decepta. It is Death in Death Indeceivable. Um, it is about a mother and her daughter who are 5,000 years old and are Vikings. They lead a Viking 
um, what, what are they called? A horde. It's called a horde. Um, and uh, they, they, yeah. All right. Like I said, it's about a mother and a daughter. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, and they are together. Oh. Because oh. they've been living. <laughs> yeah. oh. I said it's about a mother and a daughter. That's like, okay, a mother and a daughter? Like, whatever. Um, oh. So the daughter starts ex- having experiences outside of the mother. And the mother mm. is none too pleased with it, but kind of lets it go on. Uh-huh. And so she kind of enthralls a prince and rapes him repeatedly. Oh, shit. And then takes her horde to his kingdom to oh. unalive his kingdom and take over. Mm. There's right. a guard. There, there's a... It, it's... When I say this book is unhinged, it's probably the most fucked up book I've read. Yeah, and it I sounds say pretty that fucked up. Just because of the mother daughter relationship. What's the name of this book again? Moore's M O R S. Okay. Indecepta. Okay. I don't even think when they put this out, they did any kind of marketing for this. Uh, uh-huh. CA had put in her. Um, her reader group i need somebody with a completely open completely open mind mm-hmm. who's willing to read literally anything and i was like me all right absolutely me she's written a lot of she likes to write that um familial she has a hansel and gretel retelling um that is familial all right and, all right yeah but I think that's the only Viking one I have right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. North of the Stars was good also. And then, like I said, the other ones, why can't I hear, like, think of these books? Um, It's like old, it's like oldie books. Um, But anyway, we're when it comes to me, I'll, I'm sure I'll put it in show notes. The but, vi- the warlock, the warlock, the oh my god, warlock, Viking king. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, mm fantasy romance. Ooh, okay. Yeah. It's written by JB Black. Okay. Oh, fires of winter. Thank you, fucking Jesus, by Lynn uh, Joanna <laughs> Lindsay. That's that's the series I'm talking about. And Fire- like I said, it's fires of winter if you just look at the like title you can see the era of book this uh, of the cover if you guys look at the cover for fires of winter it's like you can tell the kind of era this book came from you know what i mean it's like one of those oh one of those like older oldies yeah that's what i mean like you'd expect it to be have a clinch cover like yes yes yeah but i loved this book and this had a lot of like dub con non-con in it because she's his slave and he chains her up and shit and like keeps her naked it's it's fucking wild so did i just buy it (laughs) you said chains and keeps her naked and i'm like add to cart add to cart add to cart there's like a whole series um and it's really good um so you got i think tori says she really liked them too so i think we're gonna do them like okay. at least one of them for the podcast because we love going to old school books like we talked about one of my favorite episodes that we did i think last season was uh dark prince by christine Feehan. 
mm-hmm. which is like such an old book. I have Recovery Road by her. Yeah. I got it from um, Berkeley, their influencer program. Oh, I need to do that. I haven't done any of that nonsense. Like, I'm not on anybody's PR list or anything like that, I don't think. Mm, I am a PR queen. Uh, you got to help me out to, like, get I my shit together. Cause I got you. I just don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? I think that, like... I need to get back to doing reviews because that's where mm. I really was. I've really just been like kind of like making like content here and there and more so talking about stuff. But honestly, if you do reviews, PR companies love to send shit out. My my number one PR company that I work with is Good Girl PR. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a two amazing humans that work with some amazing indie authors amazing um morgan elizabeth who just came out with cruel summer they work with uh amber nicole like they do some great stuff so okay i think that i will definitely help you oh i, have to, I was like what am i doing i tried to buy the book on the amazon app and it was like oh, no bitch hello girl check the libby app that shit's probably on your library oh fires of winter check it's probably there um, libby, libby, libby. also i don't really know how to interpret this message from tori she just, I, she was texting me before and I was like, sorry, I'm I'm recording with Lo. I'll, I'll call you later. And she's like, okay, we're shaving the cat in a bit. So if I don't answer, I'll call you back. Tell Lo I say, hey, and thank you for her. I was like, girl, are you talking about like a cat or like a cat? Cat. Like, like, what cat are we cat? talking about? Um, and I'm so. Fires, it's not on there. It's not? Mm-mm. You said there was a lot of Debcon in it. I mean, again, I haven't read it in ages, but from what I remember, yes. It's like I said, it's definitely of a time, right? Kind of book. Yeah. And I feel like most of those of a time kind of books had Dubcon in it because, again, it was not okay for women to enjoy sex. Yeah. Is it dual POV? I, girl, I don't remember. We got to see a sample, free sample. I don't remember. I really don't. Um, I, It might be third person. I'm not really sure, honestly. No, it cannot is third remember. person. It is. Yeah. Anyway. Do you have any palate cleansers for me? I, I feel like we've talked a lot about everything. So what are you up to? What are you doing? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you crafting? Anything. So right now I have two books on the on the chopping block. Not the, not the chopping block, but on my Kindle that I'm reading. Um, More Than One Way by Sienna Holt. It is an Omegaverse where... This guy is Omega and he is a hacker of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, He creates identities for Omegas that have been harmed. Their children trying to like get them away. And he ends up being kidnapped within the very beginning of the book by an alpha and they're his, um, who wants him. They Mm -hmm. think that he could be their match, but he knows the alpha knows that the like federation or whatever they are that is in charge of making matches or helping people find matches would never give them give him to them so Mm -hmm. he bites him to mark him (gasps) and is he almost i mean almost bonded with him but his mom and is a his mom his mom and dad are a part of like one of the higher higher packs and he's on the phone with his mom when he gets kidnapped and immediately his dad is like send the national guard find my baby and so they find him right before he's like bonded yeah and so he's sent to the hospital but he like makes a connection with a beta emt and she immediately like 
is a, it, she wants to crawl in the bed and hold him. So mm-hmm. in this in this world, the betas are very much your your Prozac or your Xanax for everybody. They kind of level the alpha and the beta and the omega emotions out, which is what betas are supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but it's heavy in this book. So we she's in a polyamorous relationship with a set of twins, um, a female alpha and another male alpha. And then she starts liking this Omega. Um, so it's, it's, I haven't got far into it, but okay. I'm intrigued. It's book one and I can tell it's going to be a cliffy. So I'm going slow. Yeah. I'm going very slow. And then the other one I just picked up, which I don't know. Did you see my, um, Bla- my Lauren Blakely where double pucked, where her boyfriend cheats on her and she finds out cause her dog eats the underwear. No. Of the- yes. Okay. So her boyfriend, her dog is like choking. He's sick. She takes him to the vet and the vet pulls out underwear that says baby girl on it. The thing is, she doesn't wear that kind of underwear, but the neighbor down the street of her, down her apartment block does. And the boyfriend's like, oh no, we were washing clothes together. They must've got in there. And she's like, yeah, funny thing is my dog only eats dirty underwear. And so... He's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, you know what? I just need a little bit of time apart. We're going to work through this. I just yeah. leave the house. Give me a few hours to get, get my mind right. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, thank you. I, I love you, blah, blah, blah. So he leaves. She packs her shit and she leaves while he's gone. But on her way out, she takes his prize VIP tickets to a hockey game where he's supposed to meet his two favorite players. Mm. And she goes instead of him and has a time <laughs> between his two favorite hockey players. Oh, I love it. I love it. So Lauren, love her. Lauren was like, hey, let me send you plays well with others. And I was like, okay. She's like, I have a feeling you're going to love this. She didn't tell me anything about it. And when they sent me the link to the blurb, I was like, I don't care. Like, I love Lauren, whatever she writes. I'm here for it. Um, It's fake dating where Mm. it did. She's like learning about sex from him. I love that. And it becomes a little too real because their sessions get a little too deep. He gets a little too deep. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So that's included. what I'm reading. Yes. Oh, that's all sounds incredible. So yes. hope everybody's taking notes. Um, I am reading something for the podcast, but we're not sure when we're going to record it. So I'm going to let you know that, uh, and I'm really enjoying it. I haven't read any of these books yet. You probably have read this already, Lo. Cruel Idols. It? Cruel Idols by Sorsha Black. No. Is a menage. I'm, I'm, mm. Okay. First of all, that cover is everything. Um, but it's about this girl who goes to get, like, this, to, who finds out that her favorite author is, like, writing down the street from her. So she goes to his house to get an autograph and she like wanders into the backyard to like see if he's there or whatever. And for romance reasons, right. She needs to be back there and he catches her and he's like, he thought that she's about to like, that she like read his manuscript that he's working on. And, and so he's already been screwed by his sister who stole his writing. So he doesn't believe her that she's just there for uh, an autograph. Mm-hmm. And so he more or less kidnaps her into his house for two months until the book is published because she doesn't he doesn't want her leaking any of the book. But here's the thing. He can't be keeping an eye on her all the time. Right. Like 
he needs somebody to help. So he has his friend come over, <laughs> who, by the way, is also his lover. Um, and they all hang out. <laughs> Did I just download it? Because I'm finished with Indoor Sector. I downloaded it on Kindle. Um, I just returned Indoor Sector and downloaded yeah. this Cruel Idols. It's so good. All guys. you had to say was it was mis- it's misery yeah. reversed. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all into BDSM. Like she finds because like she wakes up in the middle of the night the first night that she's there and she's like hearing all this noise and stuff. So she goes down. Okay, this again, we're gonna do an episode on this, but I don't care about spoiling a little bit of it for you because I don't know when we're recording this episode. But she goes down into like she's watches she goes into the living room and like the guy the the one guy is like strapped to like the seat and Andrew's cross the middle of the living room. And the other guy is just like going at it. And it's and she's like hiding because she didn't mean to walk in on them, but then she's like really turned on by it. Anyway. It's um, 25 chapters. It's getting read today. It's so today. It's hot. And like I said, that cover is so good. Oh yeah. Um, yes. So that's what I'm reading. Uh, it's what I'm, I'm reading too now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lo, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You are always well. You're the first two timer, by the way. Oh, so oh. welcome back. I oh, loved I, having you. It's so I love fun. being here. I Dude, love laughing with you. This It's a blast. It's always such a good conversation. So I really appreciate you hanging out with me. And I'm sure you'll come back again. Maybe oh, yeah. you'll come back for uh, Winter's Arrow and me and maybe we can try this thruple situation. <laughs> I am down. Oh, before we go, I told Sierra Renee and Ari Bond both to listen mm-hmm. to the podcast. CA sent me a, uh, a like a crying um, <laughs> with a voice memo on Instagram. She's like, this is my fight song with blood play. <laughs> I was like, because that's one of the things we called it. And yeah. I was dying she loved it and so did Ari Bond so I'm I'm so happy that they both loved it I I'm very excited when anybody listens and to I've said this a thousand geez I just punched my wall um (laughs) I've said this a thousand times but the fact that anybody listens that is like not just a friend of mine the fact that happens is mind-blowing the fact that authors that i love are listening and reaching out (laughs) is insanity the fact that zoe blake asked me and my little friend um to come and be a part of a conference is insane to me like i can't it makes me unreasonably happy and i'm I'm just i'm so grateful and i'm so happy that i've met you through this whole thing and like i'm making all my all my friends that i've deserved my whole life so I'm so excited about it. This was great. I'm glad we got to finally do it. Yes. And, and I can't wait to see you in person in so South Carolina. I really hope you come. I'm <laughs> I'm going to, it's down in my calendar. Okay. So I just have to like work out a hotel and everything and then we can do it. Everything is on authorsaftermidnight.com. There's like the hotel that everybody's staying at is up there. I think it's the Courtyard Marriott. Don't, don't, mm-hmm. uh, quote me just go look on the website and like i said I general admission tickets are only five dollars um i think the fancy tickets are like fifteen dollars i don't even know what they oh. entail but um i hope that everybody comes i would love to see you and hang out i guess 
And everybody, please don't forget to rate and review our podcast because it really helps us be in front of others and pushes the algorithm of the love. We're always battling the algorithm somewhere, right? Somewhere. It helps us with the algorithm here. So we appreciate you. Thank you once again, Lo. If you uh, want to find Lo, you can find her on Instagram. She is the well-read nurse on yes. Instagram. And on TikTok, she is well-read nurse. Are you anywhere else? Um, Not publicly. Okay, same. <laughs> no, not publicly. <laughs> All right. So if you need to find her, you should follow her. She is incredible. As you can tell, she's funny and she has sick recommendations so <laughs> sick sick is <laughs> sick in every way <laughs> oh but it's a vibe so you'll love yes. it all right thank you so much for being with us and we will see you next week have a great day everybody take care bye and don't forget to read heartless heathens by santana knox for next week's episode with special guest and narrator extraordinaire corvin king who did the audio for this book and melted my brain. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Bye.